We are joined by Mark Tauscher, Wilde and Tauscher on ESPN Milwaukee. The Packers Hall of Famer is with us every Wednesday. Tausch, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, is this 8 a.m. or is this your uh, 3, uh, 3 o'clock shift? Which one is this one? Man, that was fun to talk to you in the morning yesterday. You got a lot of energy in the morning. You bring it. Yeah, man, I'm a morning guy. That's uh, that's why I do that five days a week, and I only get to join you guys, you know, occasionally. Yeah. More of a morning morning cat. All right, all right. Hey, we've been discussing this afternoon, Tausch, sick days. There's a new survey out that shows that younger workers take more sick days than older workers, and we've been having the debate because – the anecdotal evidence is, I don't know, maybe it depends where you work. Sick days. Let me start with it this way. When you're a guy in the NFL, we hear sometimes on Sunday the guy's battling the flu, he's under the weather, but it's a different kind of animal when you're talking sick days and you're a guy in an NFL in a locker room with 50 other guys, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the only way you're taking a sick day is if you can't uh, if you can't stand up and you can't function. Uh there's different kind of sick days. If you take off for the sniffles, um, you're going to be looked at in a very uh, odd way. And and I get it. I think everybody else, you know, when you're working regular jobs, you're it's five days a week and it's you know an eight hour grind or whatever it might be. You only have 16 cracks at this, so unless it's something serious, uh, you're going to find a way to grind through it. Typically, and I think that's uh, so. I think I I think this is a generational thing. Uh, I didn't like missing school when I was in, you know, when I was in school. I just feel like if I'm going to take off, I want it to be vacation. I want to be doing something. Uh, unless I'm, a matter of fact, there's uh, there's some times when I went on the show, on our Wilde and Tao show, and I couldn't speak, and I had to get pulled off the air because my voice was so bad. Unless you just are down for the count, I'd prefer being out there giving it a run. Didn't Chad Clifton miss a game in Tennessee because he had hives? Uh, he didn't have hives. There was a game in Miami that he had uh, a lesson learned. You don't usually want to have sushi from a strip mall. So I think it was partially, I think it was more sushi, uh, strip mall sushi that got him than any uh, hives or anything else. But that was the case. Cliffy would have fought through it, but I roomed with Cliffy. Uh, in the, and let's just put it this way. I need to get a different room. Yeah. Uh, old boy was not in a good place, uh, and I understood why he didn't play that day. I think that happened to Balaga, too. Didn't that happen in one of his last years in a playoff game? He couldn't suit up because he was just down for yeah, the count? Yeah, I think that was more, that was more fever and uh, like you're talking like being in bed sick, like where you can't move. Yeah. Um, and obviously when you're trying to block – Stud DNs and tackles. Uh, you're going to give it a run if you can, and if you're. But if you can't function or keep anything down, and you, you know, dehydrated yourself to the point, you're doing your team a disservice by being out there. So I heard Jair Alexander just was thinking about being sick and decided to take some time off. Yeah, he's not going to play. Uh, I did not hear that. So no, <laughs> it's I, coming. It, I, I think when you when you look at this, and it's everybody wants the best players to play, right? Because it gives the team that you root for a better opportunity to win. So I can understand where fans get frustrated with players, but I just, I'm always leery of getting into, well, is this guy sick? anything else? Because if you guys are super competitive and if they have any ability to go, they're typically going to get out there and try to make it work. Mark Tauscher is with us. Hey, Tauscher, I want to speak about another great Packer player, Clay Matthews, the announcement that the Claymakers going into the Hall of Fame is a guy who's in the Packers Hall of Fame. Take us inside what that means for a guy who wears the green and gold. Uh, it is – I don't think you – when you're playing, you don't think about any of that stuff. But 
Man, it was um, when I got that phone call. It was a really special moment. I'm sure Clay is feeling the same thing because you put in a lot of work, put a lot of time, you give, you sacrifice a lot, and it means a lot to you. And when someone, when the organization uh, like the Green Bay Packers honors you in that way, it's a big deal. And what you get to learn is it's a much bigger deal for the your actual family and friends almost as much as it is for you because. They were along for that ride for, with you, and when you get that honor and you get that call and you're going to be a part of the Packers' history forever, when fans come through and your career meant something to that degree, uh, it's just a really special deal, and I'm sure Clay and both Aaron Campman and Clay both very deserving, uh, I'm sure, feel that too. You know, it took me down a rabbit hole of watching Clay Matthews highlights for like 10 minutes the other day, Tausch. Man, I don't know what it was like for you to try and account for him as an offensive lineman during training camp and whatnot, but that dude was a blur at times. Like, what a beast. Yeah, he was He was just a difference maker, and it was always his quickness and, you know, his talent. But what separated Clay was the fact he was a walk-on, and I don't think he ever let that walk-on spirit get away from him. You just look at the way he always played to the whistle in that Minnesota Viking game and the New York Giants, he had a couple of times where he stole one from Adrian Peterson, but then that Giants game where the fumble was, and he just he just played with such a relentlessness. That shows up on all of his big plays. He never would give in, and that's why he's a Packer Hall of Famer and probably will get looks at the, at the uh, NFL Hall of Fame as well. Tausch, he was so intense. What was he like? What is he like off the field? I think Clay's much more laid back. He's got that California vibe to him with uh, kind of how he approached things. And it was, I'm going to chill. I am not going to get caught up in all the other stuff. When I'm playing football, I'm going to go all the way in, and then I'm going to step away and try to, you know, do all the other things. A very, I think, a very chilled, um, very reserved personality is how I put Clay. Hey, I want to ask you something about Mason Crosby real quick. I saw a couple weeks ago that he was brought out to Los Angeles. They had a kicking issue with their guy who missed a bunch of kicks. So Mason was brought out to try out essentially for the team. He was not chosen. Now he's back in his house in Tennessee. What must this be like for a guy like Mason who is still talented enough to kick in the NFL? Like at what point do you sort of settle in and realize that phone's just not going to ring anymore? Like it feels like a transition time in in his career, his NFL career. Did you experience that? Yeah, the phone doesn't ring and it's over. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. And I think for for uh, Mason, I don't think it's going to be that simple because kicking is a whole different animal compared to you know play, actually up there, you know, getting hit and physically not being physically. He knows that he can still do it. I think that changes the whole dynamic of it. So. For him, I think you just keep working and you keep waiting for the opportunity. And if the right opportunity comes, it'll come. And if it doesn't, I don't think he's in any rush. He's got you know 45 kids. He's got his wife down there. He's got a bunch of other things that he gets into. So I think it's going to be a lot easier for him than it would be for a lot of other people, just in the fact that you know he's going to have uh, he's got all this other stuff going on, and it could literally be one call, and he could be kicking in a playoff game. So I don't think he's in any – I think he, he'd love to obviously be playing somewhere, but I think he's at the point where he can continue to work and be ready and ready to go ASAP. So uh, that, that would be, I'm guessing, what Mason's doing. ESPN Milwaukee's Mark Tauscher, Wildean Tausch, 9 a.m. to noon. Always great to have you hang out with us for a little bit. Thanks, Tausch. You bet, fellas.